Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Novel. One night in 2011, a guy named Dan was walking through a parking lot in downtown Seattle when he came upon a menacing-looking dude trying to break into a car. Dan pulled out his phone to call 911. But before he could reach the police, something totally insane happened. From the right, this guy comes dashing in wearing this skin-tight, rubber, black and golden suit and starts chasing him away. Dan isn't the only one to have a chance encounter like this. Around 2009, the rumors started to spread. Stories of a masked vigilante jumping out of the shadows to help the citizens of Seattle. People kept seeing this masked man patrolling the streets at night. One person said he stopped a mugging. Someone else caught a glimpse of him sprinting through the back streets downtown. Rumor had it he even stopped a terrorist attack. The accounts all said he was tall and pretty ripped. 
He wore a hooded rubber mask that covered his eyes like the Batman cowl. He had black gloves and a black chest plate molded into a six pack with a gold chevron across the chest and an American flag on his bicep. When Dan tried to tell his friends about what happened the night he witnessed the attempted car break in, they were skeptical. People are saying, no way, dude, no way. They're like, oh, you were probably drunk. But Dan wasn't drunk. Well, maybe he was, but what he saw was real. The rumors were true. There was a dark night out there patrolling the streets of Seattle, and he called himself Phoenix Jones. An ordinary citizen becomes a dark knight known as Phoenix Jones. Self-appointed crusader, Phoenix Jones. Phoenix Jones. Phoenix Jones. Phoenix Jones. Phoenix Jones, a real-life superhero. Superman can fly, Batman has his gadgets, Spider-Man has his webs and super sharp senses. And then there's Phoenix Jones. Maybe not quite Superman, but an extraordinary one. Real life superheroes are people who, inspired by comic book characters, create their own superhero persona, make their own costume, sometimes weapons, and then head out into the streets to fight crime in the real world. And Phoenix Jones, at his peak, was the most famous of all the real life superheroes. His goal was to strike fear into the hearts of Seattle's criminals. But in 2020, it was Phoenix who was led away in handcuffs caught with four grams of suspected cocaine. So how did Seattle's greatest independent crime fighter end up getting busted on drug charges? Well, it depends on who you believe. Phoenix says he's the victim of a corrupt and ineffective police department that snagged him in a classic case of entrapment. And the police, well, they have their own version of the story. So what exactly is real in the world of real-life superheroes? Is Phoenix Jones a shining example of a brave citizen fighting for justice? Or is he a misguided vigilante who used a superhero persona to disguise his own criminal activity? I'm going to take you inside the world of real-life superheroes as I try to answer these questions. Along the way, there will be danger and heartbreak friendship and betrayal, and of course, all the elements you would find in any story about criminals, drugs and violence, and a good chase scene here and there. And maybe, if you're like me, you'll come out on the other side of this adventure with a deeper understanding of these people who are often treated as a joke. Going into this story, I never thought I would identify with the type of person who puts on a homemade suit and claims to be a superhero. It's hard to take someone like that seriously. It's much easier to dismiss them as crazy or naive. But now that I've gotten to know some of the men and women who call themselves real-life superheroes, I'm starting to think maybe it's the other way around. Maybe we should question our beliefs about who the real heroes are. I'm David Weinberg, and from the teams at Novel and iHeartRadio, this is the Superhero Complex. Episode one, Out of the Shadows. I 
can only imagine what it must have been like for those lucky few people in the midst of distress who were suddenly saved by a real-life superhero. And just like in the movies, the police and the citizens of Seattle wanted to know, who is this masked crusader chasing down bad guys in the streets? Phoenix broke up a brawl, and one of the guys turned on him. Phoenix called 911, put the guy in a hold, and waited for police to arrive. What the police saw when they arrived was a guy who looked a lot like Batman. Phoenix clearly put a lot of work into his costume. By the way, he hates it when you call his superhero getup a costume. I find it offensive, like ridiculous. Phoenix prefers the term super suit. It's bulletproof, it can't be lit on fire. It has a heart sensor monitor in it. It's connected to fucking Wi-Fi. If someone calls Phoenix, it connects to a headset in his helmet. My suit does its job. It's made of D3O, non-Newtonian fluid. That means it's soft to touch, but it gets harder when you hit it with force. My suit is so awesome that the government of Seattle said I couldn't wear it anymore because it gave me too much protection if they decided they wanted to fucking get me. Before long, Phoenix became a local celebrity. Several nights a week, he carried out patrols of downtown Seattle, where he'd search for criminals to apprehend or those in need. And people came up to him and asked for photos. Reporters flew in from all over the world to interview him. Writer and broadcaster John Ronson even did a profile of him for GQ. Phoenix said, we'll go to Belltown to break up a gang of crack dealers. There was about five or six different groups of crack dealers on different street corners. And they came back and walked towards us. And Phoenix said, are we standing? Are we leaving? And they all said, we're standing. It helped that Phoenix had something the other superheroes in the comic books didn't. His own media strategy. He filmed his exploits and posted the videos online. He even added his own commentary. All douchebags depicted in these videos are innocent until proven guilty in a court of law. One thing's for sure, it's fun as hell to watch videos of Phoenix taking down bad guys. One of my favorites is a video titled Phoenix Jones versus Helicopter Dick, which is a surprisingly accurate description of what went down that night. Phoenix rolls up to a bar where something bad is clearly going down. According to a caption on the video, a guy has exposed himself to some women at the bar and then attacked a bouncer. And Phoenix is talking to the bouncer. While they're chatting, the suspect appears, pulls his dick out again, and starts twirling it while yelling helicopter dick. Turn his penis off. Phoenix rushes over and grabs the guy by the ear like an angry father disciplining his kid and drags him down the sidewalk until someone steps in and pulls them apart. But Helicopter Dick, who's clearly drunk, lunges at Phoenix. Phoenix takes a step back and says to the guy, if you do that again, I will pepper spray Eventually, the police come and cuff Propeller Penis and load him into the back of a squad car, while Phoenix has a quick chat with one of the officers, telling him that he has the whole thing on video and can hand it over to them for evidence. Phoenix says, when you start showing your drunk drunk to girls, that's a different kind of sick, and you end up in a police car. He signs off with his signature phrase, have a good night, and I'll see you in the streets. streets. (laughs) Not all the videos that Phoenix posts are about crime fighting. Sometimes he makes videos hyping himself up. You want to blaze? Nah, man, I'm already blazing. Blazing attractive, son. (laughs) Bow. 
got my gold spangly boots on. How could you beat that? Well, I wasn't going to say it, but uh, yeah. Man, seriously, I make Elton John look straight right now. <laughs> That's what's up. He gets vulnerable. I wanted to be a superhero my whole life. The first year of fighting crime, I was arrested. I've been shot. I've been stabbed. I've had so many bad things happen to me for something that I believed in. And this is as real as it gets. He buys ice cream for kids. The ice cream truck showed up in my neighborhood, so I bought all the kids ice cream because I'm rich now so I can do crazy things. <laughs> and even if he is the self-proclaimed greatest living superhero and a model of perfection, he still likes to sing in the car like us mortals. Superman got nothing on me. I'm only one call away. And it seems that being a superhero comes with perks. He's landed several sponsorship deals with local health and fitness brands. After a hard workout, that's pretty much only one thing that your boy needs. And thank God they gave me the secret sauce. Epic smoothie, babe. He even got invited on a press tour to England to promote a new model of cell phone. Phoenix became a sensation. He seemed to tap into people's mistrust of the institutions that are supposed to keep us safe. But long before his drug charges, Phoenix Jones was not popular with Seattle's law enforcement. In one video, Phoenix comes across a bartender on the street who says a guy assaulted him. Phoenix sees the suspect in a bloody shirt outside the bar. Don't touch me, man. Hey, don't touch watch me. Watch behind you, watch behind don't you. You're touching me. Hey, give me a 911 call, please. Thank you. A chase ensues. Come on, let's go, let's go. The suspect hides in the back of a truck and Phoenix and his sidekick pretend that they don't know where he is while they call the police. But when the police arrive on the scene, they seem more pissed off at Phoenix than the alleged criminal. Excuse me, ma'am. Um, can I talk to you a second? Phoenix tells the police he has video that would be useful evidence. But we have to give you a statement in our video and... But they don't seem interested. Well, can I, can I, can I have an incident number though, please? Because I like to file all my stuff. No, this is going to work. The video stops. Text appears on the screen, which criticizes the Seattle police for their incompetence and says that Phoenix is going to file a formal complaint. It ends, quote, It is the job of the police to arrest and investigate suspected criminals. Your feelings about my protective outfit and your politics should not impair your legal obligation to the people. Sincerely, Phoenix Jones. This scenario plays out time and time again on Phoenix's YouTube channel. Whenever he encounters a criminal, he detains them, calls 911, and waits for the police to arrive on the scene. The same police that he says are out to get him. I've been arrested 118 times. I've only had four charges ever stick, and none of the charges as Phoenix Jones have ever stuck because I'm flawless at that job. The police have repeatedly told Phoenix to leave the crime fighting to them. Unless you are the victim of a crime, you are not allowed to corner somebody, hold somebody. You cannot do that because then it becomes a crime where you are the suspect. And they have also taken to the media to discourage copycat superheroes. Police say it's not illegal to dress up in costume and patrol, but they're asking the superheroes to just call 911. Perhaps unsurprisingly, the dislike between the police and Phoenix is mutual. The police are just a gang, man. 
I mean, I hate to be like that, but they're a gang. And then people are going to get mad at me for this, but that's because you're stupid. As Phoenix got more famous, the tension between him and the police escalated. When it finally boiled over, it spilled out of the superhero world and into his civilian life with disastrous consequences. But we'll get to all that later. First, we've got to meet Phoenix's superhero ancestors. That's coming up. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S., That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash iHeart. That's lifelock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super-comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. 
Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, I'm covered, no worries, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. That can be a lot of money for your family. But how do you know you're not being overbilled? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claims come in, HealthLock technology reviews the claims for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors, so you pay only what you owe. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Bottom line, insurance alone isn't enough. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. Phoenix Jones was not the first person to don a mask and attempt to become a real-life superhero. But it's hard to know for sure who the first, the original real-life superhero was. Some say it was Master Legend. And that's a lesson for all those people who like to abuse little kids. In the 1980s, he was a fixture on the streets of New Orleans, handing out water to the homeless in a cape and stormtrooper vest with long hair sticking out from under an old army helmet. And he's still at it today in Florida, though his methods are questionable. Here he is shooting eggs out of a cannon he made out of PVC pipe and spray-painted silver. Master legend, hard-boiled egg there. There it is. The yolk splattered. He's one of the only real-life superheroes who claims to have supernatural powers. Super strength, speed, and the ability to see the future. There's even a TV show about his life, The Legend of Master Legend. Hey. Who the hell are you? I'm Master Legend. I'm a real-life superhero. Registered in two counties. I love Master Legend, but the idea that he fights crime with his beer gut and goofy outfit does seem a bit preposterous. More like a piece of performance art than an effective crime fighter. And before Master Legend was Master Legend, there was Willie Perry. AKA the Birmingham Batman. Willie drove around Birmingham, Alabama in a souped up 1971 Ford Thunderbird with a Batman license plate and rescue ship painted on the hood. Mostly, he focused on helping stranded motorists. My car had a flat tire. I, I didn't have a spare and I was stranded. I was on the highway, me and my kids. No one stopped to help us. And along came this strange car. And in 1960 Chicago, a school teacher called Jim Phillips called himself the Fox. It's said that he took his name from the Fox River, which runs through northern Illinois, west of Chicago. 
He defended his community against the heartless corporations that were dumping toxic waste into rivers. His calling card was a note signed with a fox face in the place of the letter O. Legend has it he'd canoe down the river to put caps on drainage pipes that were releasing pollutants into the water. Once, he even dumped 50 pounds of sewage from Lake Michigan into the office of the company responsible for it. There's a sort of one-man guerrilla force against pollution. He has become a local hero of sorts. And then there are groups like the Guardian Angels, a nonprofit started in New York City in 1979 by Curtis Sliwa, who recently ran for mayor of New York City. We are going to do what we can in a nonviolent way without having any weapons available to us whatsoever to curb this violent crime that is on a continuous rampage. The Guardian Angels started by patrolling the subway in New York, a bit like Phoenix Jones on the streets of Seattle. And their numbers grew. Today, there are thousands of members spread out in chapters around the country. Also like Phoenix, the Guardian Angels prided themselves on their ability to stop crime without carrying guns. But there are lots of examples of groups who did arm themselves. Like the Minutemen, for example. A few different groups using that name have been around since the early 2000s, and they execute armed border patrols looking for undocumented immigrants. They named themselves after the civilian militia groups who fought during the American Revolutionary War. Robert Crooks, a 67-year-old retiree from Las Vegas, patrols the U.S.-Mexican border and tracks what he calls invaders and enemies of the United States of America. They're not coming this way. And if they do, I'll be here waiting for them, watching. And long before any of these groups, there was the bald knobbers. This group that wore masks and executed vigilante justice in the Wild West. T. Krulos is the author of the book Heroes in the Night, Inside the Real-Life Superhero Movement. I put a lot of research into any sort of vigilante movement that I thought uh, might be sort of a precedent for the real-life superheroes. The Bald Knobbers dispensed vigilante justice in Missouri from 1885 to 1889. They took their name from a mountaintop where they met. Their leader was a bar owner named Nathaniel N. Kinney. They wore suit coats backwards and donned homemade masks with devil horns protruding from the top and red and white stitching around their eyes and mouth. It must have been a terrifying sight to see them tearing across the plains on horseback with their whips in hand looking to kill suspected horse thieves. Each member of the group lived by this oath. Our purpose is to punish the evildoer among us. The courts have failed us. We administer punishment to those the arm of the law cannot or will not reach. In doing this, we do not break the law because we have no evil intent. So they started out by, you know, hanging people that were cattle thieves or stuff like that. But as their reign sort of went on, they became a little bit more petty. Like you could be visited by the bald knobbers and whipped if you were accused of being ornery. And it wasn't just people with an irritable disposition that the knobbers went after. Back then, many of the poorer couples in the community couldn't afford to pay marriage license fees. So they were technically not married but lived together as though they were. 
The bald knobbers believed these unwed couples were living in sin, and so they went around beating them. One day, some of the knobbers set out to kill a man who criticized them. They ended up killing two of his family members in a shootout, and they were jailed. Their leader was also killed, and as Krulos writes in his book, the condemned knobbers were hung on a poorly constructed gallows in 1889 in a scene described as gruesome. The knobbers' feet dragged on the ground as they writhed in pain. The gallows were quickly fixed and the knobbers were hung again. It's kind of an example of vigilantism that spun out of control. One of the main arguments I've heard people make against the real-life superhero movement is that they are nothing more than modern-day bald knobbers, vigilantes, people who take the law into their own hands. But Phoenix and the other real-life superheroes I've met don't consider themselves vigilantes because when they apprehend a criminal, they immediately call 911 and hand them over to the police so they can be prosecuted within the legal system. In fact, Phoenix argues that it's the police, not superheroes like him, that act like they're above the law. It's one of the reasons he's not a fan of the cops. The job for the police union is to make sure the police officers do not get in trouble, right? They have the inner policing system. All of the inner policing system is run by police. There is no outside accountability in the police department at all. There are lots of examples throughout American history where the police have often been protected from punishment by the very system that is supposed to keep them in check. So where does that leave Phoenix Jones? Well, it's complicated. He relies on the police to complete the work he started, but he despises the way they do their job. Phoenix isn't alone in his standoff with the cops, though. After all, what's a superhero without sidekicks? That's coming up. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. 
It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super-comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, I'm covered, no worries, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. That can be a lot of money for your family. But how do you know you're not being overbilled? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claims come in, HealthLock technology reviews the claims for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors so you pay only what you owe. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Bottom line, insurance alone isn't enough. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. You know how in the Batman series, Commissioner Gordon shined a giant bat-shaped spotlight into the sky whenever a hero was needed to save Gotham City? The bat signal. Well, Phoenix Jones never had one of those, but his rise to fame turned him into the human equivalent of that call to action. Because as news stories about Phoenix spread around the world, of him stopping car thieves and breaking up street fights, Regular citizens were inspired to join him in his fight against evildoers. And before long, Phoenix had a crew of masked Avengers who fought crime by his side. Together, this band of ragtag heroes, former soldiers, reformed criminals, aspiring activists, and medics all patrolled the streets of Seattle under the leadership of Phoenix, striking fear into the heart of Seattle's criminal underworld. 
They called themselves the Rain City Superheroes. And the media ate it up. Rain City superhero crime fighting movement. Real life superheroes. Real life superheroes. Superheroes. Real life superheroes. Vigilante crime stoppers in Seattle. Nipatro, Seattle, looking for crime. Prepared to fight it. Are they for real? To find out more about Phoenix, I needed to speak to the one group of people who knew his crime fighting days better than anyone else. When you watch any video of the Rain City superheroes on patrol, it's easy to see where they got so much media coverage. They are a spectacle. Phoenix wears his black and gold super suit, and he does look like a superhero from a movie, but the rest of the crew looks a lot more, how can I put this without sounding mean? Ridiculous. There's Midnight Jack, who claims to be a former gang member with a new set of skills. Charity outreach, homeless handout, animal rescue, and pedophile investigations. He's wearing regular street clothes, black cargo pants, and a black and gray fleece, and a black Spider-Man mask. Basically, the kind a kid would wear on Halloween. There's Ghost, a veteran who joined Phoenix's band of crime fighters after returning from a tour of duty in Iraq. I put on my white bandana for the first time and someone tried to stab someone else and I did a palm strike right in their diaphragm. They collapsed and then I was ghost. He looks like a waiter who just got off work. He's wearing black slacks and a white button-down collared shirt and a black ski mask. There's Phoenix's girlfriend, Purple Rain. She's wearing a cross between a leather jacket and purple spandex with a black leather beret and a purple mask that looks like the one that Scorpion from Mortal Kombat wears. I helped out from the sidelines, kind of behind the scenes, and then it was only a matter of time before I took on a mask of my own. There's Evocatus, another war vet. He's in black motorcycle leathers and a silver mask that covers his entire head. He looks like a cross between a medieval knight and a member of Daft Punk. Uh, at least once a week I'd be asked, are you a cop? And just like, why? <laughs> what cop do you know that looks like this? But okay. And then there's Phoenix's best friend and right-hand man. Uh, my name is El Caballero. I'm about protection and safety for all human beings. El Caballero looks like a cross between 70s-era Hugh Hefner and a Mexican luchador. He wears a purple top that straddles the line between cape and vest. It has a purple fur collar and giant fur-covered cuffs and a gold-embroidered dragon on the back. And he's wearing black bell-bottoms with a tactical belt similar to Batman's. And to top it all off, a red and purple sequined luchador mask with some sort of pyramid-looking emblem that he's sewed onto the forehead. This is the camera guy. You make sure he does not get punched. Support shot. It is very hard not to laugh out loud when you see them together. The video footage of their patrol has the feel of a mockumentary about nerds who think they are warriors. And this is pretty typical of the type of media coverage that the Rain City superheroes got at the peak of their fame. A mix of, look at these goofballs, and a heartwarming snapshot of some passionate do-gooders. And while it is easy to mock them, you can see in the videos of their patrols that Phoenix and his crew are actually doing good in their community. They help stranded motorists and make sure drunk people get home safe. Are you a cab? Can you give my friends a ride right down here? They administer first aid to the injured 
And sometimes they save lives. Uh, a man was getting uh, violent with security at a nightclub. He proceeded to get violent with me and my group of friends. Here's a clip from the daytime talk show Life Changers, hosted by Dr. Drew, featuring a guy named Fabio who says that Phoenix saved his life. Phoenix ran in and pepper sprayed the guy and defused the entire situation. Dr. Drew then turns to Phoenix and Purple Rain, who are seated on stage in their superhero suits. How did you hear about it? Had you, were you eating dinner in the restaurant? or you, you know, most situations aren't like this one. I happened to be on top of the parking garage across the street, <laughs> and, uh, and uh, I saw the thing, the thing happen, and I was able to, uh, there's like a little pole, and I was able to jump from the top, shimmy the pole down, and uh, get into the, the situation. <laughs> Racing over rooftops, descending drain pipes, icing bad guys, the Rain City Heroes had a good run. From 2011 to 2014, they were a fixture of downtown Seattle. They were local celebrities, but a lot of the media coverage felt like it was laughing at them rather than with them. But it also legitimized them. They formed the type of bond that comes from being in the foxhole together, risking their lives for a righteous cause. But it didn't last. And when things went wrong, it seems to have started Phoenix's downfall. Maybe the group's demise was inevitable, given Phoenix's belief that he is the only one who is a real superhero. I'm not a part of that group at all. Like, me, I'm a crime fighter. I'm a masked adventurer. That's what I do. You know what I mean? You guys are playing superhero. I am a superhero. I'm the world's first legally defined superhero. It's in legal documents. The FBI has me as a superhero. I'm not playing a game. You guys got dressed up, I put on my uniform. It's different. I tried to verify Phoenix's claim, but when I asked the FBI about this, they said, the FBI does not provide endorsements. There's no single moment in time you can point to and say, this was the day the Rain City superhero movement died. Each member of the team had their own reasons for quitting, but they all blame Phoenix in one way or another. Here's Midnight Jack. Phoenix Jones was so hooked on the attention. It was so hooked on the uh, media following and the celebrity status and things like that, that it, it was a problem, which kind of led to a lot of us kind of losing respect for him and, uh, and wanting to be disassociated from things. Um, Admittedly, I was the last person to leave him. But, uh, you know, I mean, when you're in a cult, you don't necessarily understand you're in a cult. And, and that's really what Rain City was at the end, was a cult. Midnight Jack was not the only one who referred to the Rain City superhero movement as a cult. Here's Evocatus. There's one person in charge, fundamentally, for better or for worse, if you say anything that challenges this person, it all falls apart. If you question it or ask for further clarification on anything you say, it all falls apart and you were ostracized. It's cult-like in the, we had a cult leader, I guess. Today, none of the Rain City superheroes who I spoke to are on good terms with Phoenix. I think Phoenix Jones is a sociopath, is what I think. He's a master gaslighter. I think Phoenix Jones is a liar, 100%. He pawned a bunch of team equipment for drugs. Dude, this, this is the mafia. This, this is what a mafia does. At first, the Rain City superheroes were inspired by Phoenix, and they were willing to risk their lives 
because they believed in his mission. But over time, they came to see Phoenix Jones as less than a hero and more of a fraud. So how did it all go so wrong? How did the world's greatest real-life superhero fall so spectacularly from grace? Alienated from his crime-fighting friends, a defender of justice who used to chase down drug dealers, but ended up pleading guilty to a drug charge. Over the course of the last year, I've spent a good amount of time with real-life superheroes. I've patrolled the streets with them, seen firsthand what their version of crime fighting looks like, and I've gotten to know the people behind the masks. I have to say, it's been a wild ride and disorienting. At times, I've been convinced that Phoenix Jones is an egomaniac who uses his superhero persona as a means to enrich himself. Other times, I've felt that Phoenix is the only sane person in a society that has lost its goddamn mind. Everyone in Phoenix's orbit has their own version of what happened. Each of them is the hero of their own story. Honestly, I'm still trying to make sense of it all. You never know what anyone says is true, ever, right? You should always know that. So what do you say we fire up the old Batmobile and take it for a spin? We've got a lot of superheroes to meet and the truth to uncover. Oh, and I forgot to mention the real-life supervillains. So you better bring your grappling hook because we might get into some sticky situations. The Superhero Complex is hosted and written by me, David Weinberg, and reported by me, Amalia Sortland, and Caroline Thornham. Production from Amalia Sortland and Caroline Thornham. Sean Glenn, Max O'Brien, and David Waters are executive producers. Fact-checking by Andrew Schwartz. Production management from Cherie Houston, Frankie Taylor, and Charlotte Wolf. Sound design, mixing, and scoring by Nicholas Alexander and Daniel Kempson. Music supervision by Nicholas Alexander and David Waters. Original music is composed by Paul Housden. Special thanks to Peter Tangen, the Unplanned America team, Willard Foxton, Matt O'Mara, Katrina Norvell, Beth Ann Macaluso, Oren Rosenbaum, Shelby Schenkman, and all the team at UTA. For more from Novel, visit novel.audio. From BBC Radio 4. Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career 
And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive Budget Beach Finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Generations Riviera Maya Resort and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.